0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Yes, let's get ready to rumble because just as we thought, the world is resuming normality. Obscene scenes occur in the World Cup qualifier between Brazil and Argentina. We will try and make sense of what happened last night as COVID regulations stop the game from continuing once all the players are on the pitch. And we're not talking any players. Your Messi's, your Neymar's, your bad boys, your big 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 players end up getting called off the pitch due to covid regulations find out what happened on the show later on in the health and fitness segment ever wanted to pick me up and didn't know who to go to this segment is inspired by none other than derek pabby the man himself so don't miss how you can pick yourself up by journaling find that out also on the show and if your parent was a sports icon would you follow his or her footsteps or choose another sport let that marinate go get yourself something to drink and we'll be right back after the break i can't wait we got everything lma featuring john legend this is the halftime show with omar adouri 95 95 this is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. It sure is that si. time. It's the halftime show with Omar Adouri. I'm your host, covering everything sport, international, local. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in, whether it's 95FM, 95 FM, Pulse95, radiocom our app, Shardra Broadcasting Authority, or even chilling at home watching us live on YouTube. What kind of nonsense is happening in the world of Brazil versus Argentina? What a shocker. If you didn't catch it yesterday, let me try and make some sense out of this nonsense these people are doing okay so brazil versus argentina is supposed to be one of the most sought out fiery heated clashes that we see in world football yesterday the argentinians obviously were set to play against brazilians in brazil for a world cup qualifier oh man how do we how do we do this all right so the reason why the brazil versus argentina match got stopped is the brazilian federal police walked onto the pitch to the de- uh, detain four argentinian players from the premier league now for those that don't know obviously there is certain countries that are red listed and you're not allowed to go in there without quarantine like the uk and brazil but obviously brazil to the uk so they're doing it vice versa so christian romero LaSalle, celso buendia and emilio martinez apparently lied about where they entered the country from ridiculous it sounds crazy but obviously there is an exception in sport that if you're an athlete and obviously you come by private jet then you're allowed to kind of to to compete and so these four players flew from england to brazil to represent their country argentina Why they waited for nine minutes of the game to be played for these federal officers to run on the pitch and stop the game, I honestly lost for words. I mean, COVID does some crazy things to us, but this is is like next level. This is like a a point now where everyone's talking about it. The Moroccan national team are being uh, detained as well because they're on international camp and they're not allowed to play and isolate. And it's just, so if we have the pandemic still happening and certain countries are not allowed to host or or quarantine especially in a short period of time where you have to get all these international friendlies why schedule them everyone has just got back to their leagues domestic leagues and etc the champions league is starting next week and now they've had the audacity to be like wondering why you know this is happening the reason why this is happening was because The political side of the game, especially when people who don't understand the game are in charge, allows this to happen. So if obviously, if obviously those players from Argentina who play in England are not allowed to travel to Brazil, why was that allowed to happen? Where is the breakdown in communications? How important is this game? And also not only that, the fact that those players have traveled and still not been able to compete has now put not just thousands in jeopardy but also it now hinders the teams the club teams that these players play for because obviously if they had stayed here then they wouldn't need to quarantine and especially with the red list and then going back to the uk from brazil they're gonna need 10 days and they haven't even competed so it's When it was happening yesterday, everyone was again dropping messages. Oh my, are you seeing this? Are you watching? Why do it? Why put yourself in that situation? It it, it baffles me to see the amount of people in charge of FIFA UEFA. Just like how Hungary got banned for racially abusing players, but because it was a different competition, they were allowed to have fans against England last week. None of this is making sense and so with all these things still in the grey, why have the games played? Why actually put all these people in jeopardy if there's quarantine, there's rules, there's racial abuse, there's inequality. All these factors are coming into it and and none of it makes sense and now England face Poland on Wednesday. They just beat Andorra yesterday. But unless they are in England, again, all these players that have to come back to the, to the domestic league are going to be either quarantining or um, trying to get themselves safe back home without having to affect anyone because they may affect their club, which may then put the league on hold again. It's just one domino after the other. What do you guys think? Text me on 4215 at the Salat or do or slide into my DMs at Duri coming up next we are talking about journaling your mood if you ever needed a pick me up i think this segment might be just for you because i was talking to a friend of mine the other day derek pabby shout out to derek pabby and he he get, put things in perspective where it just made sense at the right time and i'm going to share that with you so you can do exactly the same thing when you need a pick me up because you know what it's good to be kind coming up next we've got ben long addict acoustic what a tune we're in that vibe today ours for smashing these tunes for me. Um, enjoy this track, and I'll see you right after this. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. It sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Dury. I'm your host, Coming to Everything Sport International. Local shout out to everyone who's tuned in on the Instagram Live and especially, especially to the, the graduate, the valedictorian doing big things. Zara Shah. Shout out to Zara Shah and Saf, of course. You got Spicy on here, you got who's just jumped in the room. You got Maria's in here. You've got Ibrahim. oh man, Mustafa, of course. So shout out to everyone who is locked in. And uh, and yeah, you know, United fans are talking a big game right now. Apparently, they're going to win the treble. Uh, okay, so I was talking to my boy Derek the other day, and uh, as we all know, you know, we all need to pick me up every now and then. But one of the things we normally do is kind of forget the good stuff that we've done. And in this case, it kind of inspired the segment because journaling sometimes can be such an important factor, whether a male or a female. I think males probably find it a bit more harder or even uh, to validate actually journaling. But why is journaling uh, very, very beneficial and what are the benefits of it? What's the point of it? Well, journaling, journaling helps control your symptoms and improve your mood emotionally, physically, and mentally. The fears, the concerns that we have, the anxiety, the global pandemic we've just been through and still going through at the moment now has obviously increased stress, anxiety and depression. And sometimes we don't even know why we actually feel that way. But how this has happened is because sometimes actually writing down things can help positively uplift your mood. How does that uh, link to performance performance? or sports massively because whether you're an athlete or just an enthusiast, that is something that we sometimes feel we need more of. So on this segment here, we're talking more about that and how we can do that. So here's what helped me personally, and maybe hopefully it can help you and lift you up whenever you need it. Two to five things that you have achieved that have made you happy or brought you happiness. I'm not just saying achievements that, you know, might be something that you were given or something. No, I'm talking about things that genuinely have ticked off a box on your checklist. So that's two to five things you've achieved. And then write down how each one made you feel. So now if we have two to five things, let's say we have three things we've written down that have made us very, very happy and actually lifted our mood. Then after that, for each one, describe the feeling it gave you and put that down as well. Now, each one has a happy thought. That happy thought obviously triggers off happy uh, thoughts in your mind, your body, emotionally and the endorphins. Obviously, that is a way to exercise your happy moods. And people might think, well, what's exercise got to do with journaling well actually in putting that into practice manifestation actually helps with performance so that is something where regardless of how successful we are or or how how hungry we are for success writing things down it could be the smallest thing that's happened to you can actually pick up your mood and remind you of what it's like to be happy and that will then snap you out of what you were thinking of or maybe even just a, a vibe that you were in that is 100% a practice that if we do often you tend to actually snap out of it so here are five good for you virtues of journaling Reduce stress and overabundance of stress can be damaging to your physical mental and emotional health it improves your immune function it keeps your memory sharp in case you would have forgotten something that you would have done and how good it felt it boosts your mood and it strengthens your emotional functions and that's why today we are talking about journaling and how that can help you whether you're a male or female uplift your mood shout out to Derek Pabby for this one uh, we're gonna take a quick break here's some JP Cooper September September song, seeing that September. Don't say I don't look after you guys. This is the halftime show with Omar and duri on O 1995. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. I'm your host. Come everything Sport International and Local. Question I have for you for today. If your parent was a sports icon, would you follow his footsteps or her footsteps or choose another sport? That's a good one to think about, you know. And I can think of a couple of athletes who were icons and their children came out and represented the same sport and it was never the same i've got a couple people here saying uh they wouldn't terry saying pick something else so you aren't forever compared Mustafa saying something else for sure um my is saying definitely i would you know these are these are factors that i think forever you're going to be compared to and the reason why i'm saying this is because david beckham's son romeo signs his first pro contract at the age of 19. That's a tough one, you know. That's a very, very tough one. Uh, he signs for US team Fort Lauderdale. I can never say his name. Fort Lauderdale? Is that right? Fort, Fort Lauderdale? <laughs> he, si- he signs for US team Fort Lauderdale and, uh, and everyone's talking about at the moment now the son of the former international... I can't even say soccer. Come on, you lot. Football superstar David Beckham has signed his first professional football contract at the age of 19. Romeo Beckham has reportedly signed the deal with Fort Lauderdale CF of the USL League One, which is the third tier of United States football benefit MLS and the USL championship. I don't know, you know, that you've got to really love the sport to, to get into it if your father or mother are icons and david beckham was was definitely an icon in the sport and he's got a couple of kids i mean three or four four i think four kids he's got at the moment now so one of them was bound to get into sports obviously they were into fashion they were into so many different factors but i don't know what would you guys do would you choose the same sort uh same sport sir guys here what up sir guy um i would choose the same sport that's interesting that's interesting um mustafa where was his father at the same age yeah that's true uh, and then Mustafa saying that when you know it's not the same level, yeah. But I think I think that's the the thing, you know. If if Romeo Beckham now, as we're talking about, loves the sport and truly is someone that is is, is, is invested in football, why would he? Why should he not follow his dream and passion? Uh, you know, we've seen we've seen icons in the past. You know, your Zidans, uh, your Schmeichel's. You know, your Cliver, Patrick Cliver, I don't know if you remember him. He's His son, uh, Justin Cliver, I think, is, is also super talented. They weren't quite the same. They weren't on that kind of level. But also times have changed now. Sport has changed. Sports science is there. Technology is there. Looking after themselves. they got all sorts of, um, you know, uh, technical staff, uh, sports scientists, sports psychologists there at the club. And, and I guess now, looking at Romeo Beckham, his name is there. People, as soon as they hear is a Beckham, will know that he's obviously David Beckham's relative, um, his son, and, and that puts a lot of pressure. So the opposition that play up against him would probably want to leave a mark on him. And, and we could see all these different types of athletes that have, you know, LeBron James is another one, you know? How talented is his son at the moment? But every time he does something you know good they're looking at his father they're they're, they're thinking exactly what we're thinking and is he going to be as good as him is he going to be as as great and i wonder if as parents you want your kids to be able to fulfill those spots it's 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 very very tricky it's a very fine line uh question here do you think do you not think everyone will always think he's only where he is because of his father he will have to work harder to prove people different. I Yeah, I agree with that. But you see, if he has it in him, and genetically, by the way, David Beckham was one of the most hard-working players out there. And sometimes his image actually wasn't in his like in, in favor of him because all his teammates actually respected his work ethic. And he knew what he was good at, and he knew what he wasn't good at. And so, therefore, it made sense to be able to kind of see, you know, the goods and bads in all these people. So, I uh, yeah, I think there's there's mixed things here. Some people saying they would, some people saying they wouldn't. Um, Zara is saying, if it's what I wanted, I would 100% do it. Yeah, I, see, I agree with that. Uh, Maria, choose another sport, so so she can excel so i can excel myself on my own yeah that's a good one that's a good mustafa did he get the contract because of his skills or because of his last name yeah but you also got to think about where he got the contract he got the contract in um a third tier league in the u.s and with all due respect to obviously the u.s that's something that if it was like for example a premier league club or a championship club even then you could probably say that but Playing in Fort Lauderdale, I wouldn't think is Champions League standard. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence on this one. Uh, another comment: it'll be the it'll be next to impossible to get out of his father's shadow. Yep, yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that being something that's you know it's challenging. But then again, do you not think his father's had that chat with him and said to him, "Listen, you know, you need to, you, you know, you need to work twice as hard because people are going to be after you." And, and the amount of media that's going to be talking about it, me, <laughs> and people out there, they're going to be asking that kind of question. Masoud, and that's the biggest challenge uh, he has to deal with to create his own space in the best way. Yeah, you see, you'd, you'd wonder, and you, the father having been through what he's been through and seen, you know, different leagues, different cultures, been able to perform at the highest level, must have put his arm around his son who's 19 and said, Romeo, this is not going to be easy. You're going to have to work twice as hard. I think that's where things kind of go, you know, with that. Because you see Peter Schmeichel was one of the greatest goalkeepers ever. Ever, ever to play, play the game. His son, Kasper Schmeichel, has actually won a Premier League but has never been put in the same conversation as his father as one of the best goalkeepers ever. So, sometimes even when you win a trophy, even when you win a title, people still don't look at you in the same way. And that's where, you know, I I look at that and think that's, it's a challenge in itself. Uh, Same happened with Muhammad Ali's daughter. She never been out of his shadow and name. Yeah, I think with the Muhammad Ali, Layla, is her name Layla? I think with with Layla, Ali, I think it's different because obviously she's competing um, in in boxing, but... also has used that platform to kind of do other things as well so i'm looking at that and thinking yeah i can i can definitely see where that's going there there are a few things here a lot of people are saying that you know is it wrong for romeo beckham to step up and play the game he's only 19 then you think about it wayne rooney was what 15 when he came on the scene for everton 16 the premier league so yeah everyone's different um they're still talking about omar jr better watch out (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Omar Junior You got no choice um, Okay, we're going to take a quick break here Thank you very much for connecting with us I love your comments, by the way Keep them coming in On the final segment That's going to be dedicated to you guys So if you want to keep this conversation going Keep dropping those messages in the box And we'll be right back after this Mahalia Sema featuring Burner Boy Enjoy This is the Halftime Show With Omar on oh, oh, oh. 95 95, 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Yes, we are back and we are live on Pulse 95 Radio in the heart of Sharjah. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world. There's 95 FM, pulse95radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority. You're chilling at home watching us live on YouTube or Instagram as well. Now, the question I have for you today if your parent was a sports icon, would you follow his or her footsteps? or choose another sport and people have been actually saying mixed things here some people are saying yep if I was 100% into it I'd do it some people are saying it's all be chasing shadows there's a lot of things there you know a lot of people talking good sense and um, what we have here Uh, Schmeichel has been mentioned but what I was asking you guys uh, Schumacher was mentioned as well what I was asking you guys is um, has any of them been successful the children of the icons that have come out and, and played the same sport Has any of them been successful? That's a a good one for you. If you're just tuning in and you missed the show and you're kicking yourself for missing it, you can always catch our podcast on Apple, Spotify or SoundCloud or head over to our YouTube channel if you prefer a visual and check out the Pulse95 radio uh, video episodes. Shout out to Super Mario and Gabby almost lost my words there (laughs) for that. Maria has mentioned it's not really surprising that Romeo is following the footsteps of his dad. Uh, it would be really surprising if none of his sons were. That's that's see. That's a very good point. Don't, uh, don't the Beckham's have a daughter as well? I Wonder if she was she's into sport. Um, some some stuff happened yesterday. Brazil versus Argentina in a shocker. Just as we thought, the world is resuming normality. Obscene scenes uh, in Brazil as four Argentinian players were detained for not following quarantine rules, having come from the UK. Um, Romero, La Celso, Buendia and uh, Martinez apparently lied about which country they came from and that has caused an absolute stir nine minutes into the game I mean, nuts we spoke about that in depth earlier we also spoke about Romeo Beckham signing his first pro contract and whether you would follow your father's footsteps or mother's footsteps if they were sports icons um, and uh yeah, and, and what my, probably a really, really top segment, if you missed that, is how to lift your mood by journaling. Wicked, wicked segment. And a shout out to Derek Pabby again for inspiring that segment. Make sure you do actually drop us you know, your comments, your feedback. Uh, you can Google review us as well, at Pulse95 Radio, and tell us what you think of the show. Obviously, we talk about things like mental health and gut health. And how important the brain is on performance Um, We've got a couple of big, big guests coming on the show I'm not allowed to announce it yet But I'm working on it at the moment And I'm really looking forward to one specifically But I guess you're going to have to stay tuned to know who that is Um, Shaqib is saying The Maldini family, Cesare Maldini and Paolo Yeah, that's a very good one I like that one, yep See, people often remember Paolo Maldini and not Cesare But that's a very good one, Shakib, very good uh, you hear more about siblings being successful rather than parent-child yours. That's another good point. So the Williams sisters, that's, that's a, a, an obvious one out there. Um, Depay and Daily Blend. <laughs> you know when people reach a level. <laughs> They're not related. Uh, Federico Chiesa yep yep and I believe his father was Enrico Chiesa so that's a very very good one I mean, we, you know this is good man I like this I'm telling you it's okay you can tell them I'm coming on your show Mustafa you're always welcome alright we are reaching full time on the Halftime Show if you like what you see like I said make sure you leave a review on our Google on Pulse95 radio this is almost a wrap here but you remember you catch me every Monday Wednesday and Saturday 3 to 4 on the only place to be at 3 the Halftime Show on Pulse95 sending you please, peace, peace. And blessings and love to everyone out there Coming up is the Adhan prayer for Asr But I will send you love and blessings I'm out This is Pulse 95 Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday From 3pm